Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Hello, Andy. Welcome to the pod. Your voice got deep, man. I know. <laughs> I'm trying. Well, the introduction, the introduction is you mm-hmm. with your hot, sexy voice. Uh-huh. And then it's me like, hey, Andy, what's going on? So I decided I need to blend it in a little bit more. Okay. Well, you, you just. Good afternoon, there Andy. There you go. There you go. You're back. Welcome to the Design Much Podcast with Andy Page and Patrick Cox. See, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a. There's a good contrast between our voices, Patrick, and now it's, no one's going to know who's talking. No one's going to know. If I do that, should I do that the whole entire time? Here, I'll yeah. hold the mic like this. I hate leaning over. We need better mic stands, Andy. We do. We need ones that are like this tall because mm-hmm. I feel like we're all hunched over like this. I can put it up here and make, hey, Andy, welcome to the Design Much podcast. <laughs> hey, Andy. <laughs> hey, Andy, what's our topic today? I like how you're like almost whispering though, like you're like whispering into our okay. listeners' ears. And, like, that's what they tune in. I for. can't do a low. How do you do a low voice without sounding sounding like you're on NPR? Um, I think uh, it really, hello. That's a lot better. Hey, Andy. <laughs> you nailed it, dude. Are we going to talk about design today? <laughs> I think we are, but I don't think anyone's going to listen past this point. <laughs> Uh, we're a little high. We're a little high right now, Andy. We're we're high on the toasted cheddar chalupa from Taco Bell that we That's had for right. lunch today. You and I went to lunch today, mm-hmm. and, and we <laughs> I'm had, still holding the mic up. By the way, <laughs> your arm's gonna get tired, bro. <laughs> we had uh, what the toasted cheddar chalupa. Yeah, five stars. This is my first time with this. I couldn't go and have nacho fries. We all know why. No, they're gone. They're gone. Um, so to, to fill that void in my life, I wanted something else. <laughs> and so you said, guess what, Andy, there's something new there. Mm-hmm. And you were right. There is something new and it was a good experience for me. We went, it was good. Did you I, like ordered, it? I ordered the toasted cheese cheddar chalupa box <laughs> thing. That's what <laughs> yeah. it's called, right? Yep. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> did you, did you swap out the tacos? Did you go with the regular tacos? Or did you swap them out for something else? You know, I stayed with the regular tacos okay. as part of my box and they were great. They just had like a wonderful crunch to them that I just loved. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the inside of the tacos, like, yeah, it's, it's regular. It's like a nice, thing. you had, like you had nice crispy shells today. They were really crispy. Not like the stale or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I felt like it wasn't just like a regular shell. It was just like the crunch was so satisfying. Were you, there was something special about those shells there today. There was, I don't know what it was, man. <laughs> But those were really great. So I, ha- I, I I took care of those first. The last thing on my plate, on my box, was the the chalupa. I like how you orchestrated that. I like how you planned that out. Like you're like, I'm going to eat the two regular tacos, mm-hmm. and I'm going to end this thing with a bang. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Like a nice, like a good solid, like any any good Fast and Furious movie, you're ending this thing with like the biggest stunt of all time. Really? That's what you did. Yeah. Is that how the Fast and Furious movies work? Is that they, they just get you hooked because the the end of the movie has the, the biggest the end stunt, the end the end scene, the end chase, car scene, whatever it is, is the biggest thing you've ever seen. Really? Yeah. That was kind of open with some like a party scene. Like that was kind of open up with like a rap video type of scene. Uh-huh. You know? There's people dancing and there's a race and blah blah blah. It's mm-hmm. it's fun, but it's not like super epic, right? And then the story progresses, and then at the end, it's like this big fantastic thing. They're chasing. The, they're having a car chase with a submarine or some weird thing like that. Anyway, 
I did the opposite. I started out with the cheddar, the toasted cheddar chalupa in my box, mm-hmm. but I swapped out the medium or the medium. I don't know why I said medium. I swapped out the tacos with the Doritos Locos tacos. Okay. And uh, now, which which flavor did you get? Did you get well nacho cheese, man? Nacho cheese. Yeah, nobody gets Cool Ranch. What's wrong with Cool Ranch? Have you ever had a Cool Ranch taco at Taco Bell? I've never had one, but I love Cool Ranch Doritos very much. You said the same thing that everybody else says when I ask them, have you ever had a Cool Ranch taco (laughs) at Taco Bell? (laughs) No, but I love Cool Ranch Doritos. (laughs) Oh, you do? Well, why haven't you gotten one at Taco Bell yet? Interesting. (laughs) This reminds me of like when you ask a user the question and you're like, what do you want? What do you want us to build? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't so put their money behind that. that they didn't right? put their money behind that. <laughs> Nobody's bought that Cool Ranch. If you've purchased a Cool Ranch Dorito Loco Taco, send send us an email or something. <laughs> we want to know. Drop us a line. I want to know. We want to get you on the pod and talk to you about your experience. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we do have a topic, right, Andy? I think we do. Not We're, that topic. That's that. That's by far the best topic, but we do have another one, right? We do have another one, so you're getting two for one at this, to- <laughs> at this point. So you guys are lucky. Yeah, just like a Taco Bell box, you're getting more than one thing. That's right, Patrick. But unlike that, you don't have to pay $5 to listen to us. Mm. But you could if you want to. You can. You can send us 5 bucks. Yeah, you can send us 5 bucks. Just Venmo us. Yeah. Um, so we're going to find out. I don't know what else going with that. We're going to find out um, today's topic by um, starting up the, uh, the the random topic generator. All right. All right, I got a new... And this topic comes. <laughs> Dude, that was your best one yet. Dude, that was that's really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on that one. Practicing that all week. Well, this is a great topic. I'm really excited <laughs> about this. I bet this is. <laughs> It's not going to be as great as as that noise that you just made. With your mouth. <laughs> I think we we peaked right there. That was it. Episode. Should we just stand at this? <laughs> just drop the mic and walk away. You might want to, man. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. <laughs> but this is a great topic, though. <laughs> It's a great one. It comes from a friend of the show, Ooh. Michael Nelson. Ooh, Michael Nelson. Michael Nelson. He's a very much friend of the pot. That's right. Yep. That's right. He listens to every single one of our episodes. Yeah, he's he's part of the fan club. Yeah. I know we've talked trash about him in the past, but he's really <laughs> he's really a great guy. So yeah, he's in the family. Me, me familia. <laughs> Absolutely true. <laughs> so this, this wonderful po- topic that comes from Michael, um, Patrick, 80s car designs <laughs> and how that influenced web design of the 90s. <laughs> so we get, a, we get a chat about the Fiero and stuff like that? Uh, like the IROG Z? We get a chat about 80s car designs. All right. They are interesting. They are interesting, They're interesting, yes. But those those designs, according to Michael, at least according, yeah, he has some idea that those influenced web design <laughs> of the 90s. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So well, should we start with the designs of the 80s cars? I think we should. Do we start there? I think we should. And I'm going <laughs> to preface this. Um, of course, we are 
absolute experts here on the Design Much podcast. Mm-hmm. But I will 100%. say I am not a huge car person. I don't know all the cars. Well, it, but we're talking about design. We don't need to know about all the cars. That's true. That's true. But right? as you like, you're naming out all these these car names. I'm not going to know all of them, Patrick. So I'm going to be Googling a lot during this. But I am going to say, <laughs> in general, overall, 80s car designs, not that great. Oh! I don't think they're that great. Not that great. No, they're like weird. They're, they're weird. They're not that great. That's my opinion. Ooh, this is going to be a rough episode. Stuff Andy. from the 70s. Great stuff from there. Like There's the a lot bloated, of like the bloated metal cars of the seventies. Like well, the some big, of them are bloated. If we if we start talking about like like <clears throat> muscle cars, sports cars, we can talk about those categories because the the design of those is like very thought out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, you know the standard like Crown Vicks, all that stuff. We don't need to talk about those as much. No. <laughs> those designs are pretty bad. Those Everyone are, knows that. Yeah. But if you're talking like. <laughs> Like designs, like if you think of like back to the '80s, like what are the most iconic cars, right? Like there's let's, let's start with the most impactful, impactful in my mind, okay. the most impactful car design of the '80s, the the Pontiac Firebird with the T-top, the Burt Reynolds car. Yes, that car, I want, I want that car, dude. That is a fantastic car, classic. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a car since like no, they they haven't designed a car like that. Since that thing, man, have you seen a T-top on the road ever? Ever? <laughs> have I ever like seen recently? a T-top on the road? I haven't seen a T-top. Um, no, I don't think I've seen one in a while. <laughs> I wonder why that is, Patrick. <laughs> is that because the design was so good in the 80s? that I think, yeah, I think it's like we can't, we can't just, come back to this. We can't come back to this. <laughs> but, the, but the Pontiac Firebird, I mean, that thing was an iconic, that thing was an iconic design. Yes. Right? I agree. Is this the car? Is this the car that Dwight has? The character from the um, Or does he have something else? I'm trying to think. I think it might be something close. It was his a Camaro? So there's oh, the Pontiac Firebird, there's the Chevy Camaro. I don't know if they made the Camaro in the same body style as they did before. The seventies the seventies Pontiac Firebirds and the Camaros were the same body style. Just okay. different trim packages. I don't know if the '80s, the the classic Burt Reynolds looking uh, thing. I don't think that was the same, but it might have been. Okay. I feel like Dwight's was a different car. Okay. But I think so too. Looking at be. it now. You threw it up there. Yeah, we're talking about the black. So for the people at home that that, that aren't uh, can't see us, that aren't watching us on YouTube right now, the the black. It's, it was the traditional one was a black car, had the T top. Mm-hmm. Right, had the had the gold Firebird design on the front on the hood with the hood scoop. Had the four lights on the front. Is it that one? No, no. not that one. That's more like the Trans Am style, which is I was going to bring up the kit car. Okay, that's the kit car. Okay, that's the one I think you're taught. You're thinking uh, Dwight. Uh, Dwight drove. I think okay. Dwight drove that one. <laughs> Uh, Pontiac Firebird, nineteen like a nineteen eighty two something like that. Be my guess. No, that's that's still a little bit too late. We're talking about maybe a late seventies even. This is this is a red one. But this is more what I was thinking in my brain. It's like that. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, one. Okay. Had the big had the big uh. 
Firebird print on the one that you brought up too. That's the next step. That early eighties, mm-hmm. uh, like Trans Am Pontiac Firebird, the kit car with the lights going, yeah. going across. Yeah, that's sweet stuff. That's a pretty classic. Both of those models, pretty classic eighties. The other one I want to bring up is the IROC Z. IROC Z. Yeah, the Chevy IROC. That one. Do you remember the police cars? don't Patrick see <clears throat> <laughs> do you remember this one maybe this is what do I add yeah that does look more like it <clears throat> the Iroxy with the plastic scoops on the front on the hood that right there is a beautiful car and when I was a kid you the highway patrolman had these here in Utah <laughs> they were white okay and they had the light the little thin lights on top of them mm-hmm and man, I was like, man, I want to get pulled over by one of those. <laughs> that thing is sweet. Here's here's one one case in point that I have. Okay, for <laughs> for cars, kind of just going, the designs not being super great for the '90s. If you look at Mustang, you're talking about the '80s. The '80s. I'm sorry, the '80s. If you look at Mustang, Dude, you're not going to bring up the Mustang. The you? Mustang in like the '60s and '70s, <sighs> and then it goes into the '80s. And the 90s were also pretty bad for a Mustang in terms of the way it looks. It's, it's a horrible it, design. It's a horrible design. Do you remember when they brought that thing back for the 80s or the 90s? The 80s, like, 5.0 style? They brought that back in that first re-release of the Mustang, but it was, like, more bloated. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was like, dude, why did you pick that body style? Yes. What were you thinking, Ford? It was, it's just, it doesn't look like... It doesn't like have that iconic like powerful look to it. Like the no. design, it looks like a regular old like sedan. It's just it just looks like a Pinto, like looks, a, like a Ford Pinto. Yeah, it doesn't look at look at, like at all what it used to look like. So that that's one point that I have is like Ford during the eighties and nineties. Like I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what designers they had there, but their their designs went super basic and super flat, like just. Not at all stunning, yeah. as they used to be. Are you sure? Have you seen that that 1980s Ford Escort? That's a pretty hot-looking vehicle right there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible car. The two cars that come to mind from the 80s that I remember is my my favorite car of all time, the Ferrari Testarossa. Okay. Do you remember that guy? I don't. With the side scoops? Had the sidelines on it? Kind of like, you know how the Mustang, the Mustang in the 60s had that little bolt-on thing that was on the side? Uh-huh. It was kind of like that, but but deeper. Do you remember that okay, guy? so this guy? Yeah. Okay. Now that's a car. The old 80s Ferrari Testarossa. Or the or this one right here, the uh, <laughs> the the Ferrari uh, F40, I think is what it was called. Okay. This guy, remember that? The Ferrari 288 is the one that uh, the mustache drove in the Hawaii show, Magnum P.I. <laughs> the mustache drove it, right? Yeah, the mustache <laughs> drove it. And then, and then of course, you had, you had the Lamborghini, the 1980s Lamborghini. I'll, I'll tell you what. This, I mean, those are, those are some freaking hot cars, This, this Ferrari, I'm, I am not going to say this does not look bad. It looks wonderful. Does look wonderful, huh? That sentence makes sense. I'm not going to say this does not look bad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Triple negative. What was that on the <laughs> sentence? Um, now that I can see, if we talk about influencing, he said '90s web design, right? Um, yes. 
So if you look at the, let's just, if you look at the, like the Ferrari Testarossa, and it's like this one I'm looking at is yellow, and it has the, has the really high contrast between the yellow and the black. There's, there's no chrome on it. Uh-huh. There's yellow, black, the lines are really smooth, sleek. It's, it's not really boxy. I would agree with that. It's not boxy. It's a little bit smoother and sleeker. Uh, uh, web designs of the 90s did not have anything like that in them. So the web designs of the 90s, if you can call them designs. You can call um, them designs, man. Or like what? The GeoCities type stuff. Uh-huh. Um, that kind of thing. They were very cluttered, right? And they all used those weird background images. Yes. Like those weird repetitive background images. <laughs> and some of them were GIFs, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the, that moved and stuff. Like you had the you had the dancing baby. Mm-hmm. That dancing baby GIF from, uh, was it Ali McBeal? Yeah, that was. <laughs> the yeah. TV show Ali McBeal. <laughs> Every set had to have the dancing baby somewhere, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> but I will, I will say, maybe this is an influence. The Lamborghinis and the Ferraris all had high contrast. Colors, right? They, okay. uh, they had a nice body style color contrasting with that heavy black color, mm-hmm. right? And in some cases, little some chrome wheels or something. All of the 90s websites that you can think of were very high contrast, That's especially in compared point. to today's modern designs. They all had a lot of contrast, like dark background with like that bright green text. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that they all had very high contrast. Like think of the classic Space Jam uh, 90s website. That was like the first website I remember seeing as a kid. Was it the Space Jam, Space website? Jam website? It's still there. Was it Space, Space Jam. Spacejam.com uh, or what would it, what it be? I think so. Was .com wasn't that big back then, right? I, I want to say it was Spacejam.com though. Whoa, yeah, it's totally Spacejam.com. This is great. Yeah, same site. 1996, Warner Brothers. But if you jump into it, so they got the little planet thing, right? The, yeah, the this, navigation. The circular navigation. And then when you click on it, you open it up, and then it, it, they go into different pages. And they got the they got the little GIFs and stuff in there, too. Sweet. But the high contrast, again, I think there could be an influence there. Mm-hmm. 80s cars had high contrast. Um, um, the other... If I try to, get, <laughs> try to pull this stretch, a lot of 80s cars are... <laughs> They are super boxy, right? Yeah, a lot of them. They're like boxy. We got some sharp edges. Very boxy with sharp edges. They have like the DeLorean. You know, it's a very boxy car. Yeah, lots of cars <laughs> are this way. Another very iconic car. The DeLorean isn't like it's cool, but it's like it's kind of ridiculous. Right? Yeah, nobody really bought that, but it's a very iconic car of the '80s for sure. Mm-hmm. If you look at these old websites as well, it is. They are very boxy, especially compared to today's design. We have these like these like circular things that are always going on. Our well, yeah, because those are pre CSS, right? Yes. So like we don't have corner radius, border radiuses, you know, back then. Everything is extremely boxy, and we have these like these thick borders um, for these boxes as well for these divs. Or I guess they'd mm-hmm. be tables back. They'd then. be tables, all table layout, right? Yeah. So that's that's my stretch of what I think could be. <laughs> I think I think that's a good tie-in. Yeah. You know what I think I think you know I think a good tie-in too would be maybe the influence of of automobiles on the industries. The eighties was a very I think I think it's safe to say that the eighties in general were a very experimental decade. Sure. At least in the history of the United States, right? right? Like yeah. with the clothing and the music and everything, mm-hmm. right? They're trying electronic music. They're trying weird clothing. Got the you got the weird hair. You got all that stuff going on. 
And then you also have cars that kind of did the same thing. Like there was there was a lot of experimental cars, at yeah. least. Especially like you, you had the Pintos and the Gremlins, right, which were the small versions. Uh-huh. And then you had – they were kind of the American version to like the Japanese cars that were small. So you had all these experimental with those little tiny cars. And then you had the bigger cars, like the big sports cars were all doing weird stuff. Like uh, you had the Corvette doing some weird stuff in the 80s, you know, flattening out the bumps and all that stuff. Um I think you. I think it's safe to say that the '90s opened up a platform in web design. You know, as soon as as soon as uh, you know, the internet kind of took to the to the houses and the streets, if you will. <laughs> um, that there was like a big experimental phase in the in the '90s, late '90s for for web design, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Maybe not quite as experimental as the early 2000s, as far as like design goes. But still, new medium, people were trying different things. Yeah, I mean, it went from zero to 60, right? You yeah. bring carbs, a car analogy back into this. It, it, was, <laughs> it was something that wasn't really a thing. Like websites in the 90s were not, they were just becoming a thing for the first time. Yeah. So it was, a, as you said, a brand new medium. So I would say absolutely experimental. They were always different. Well, and am I, am I wrong or am I not right? Am I, am I wrong? But didn't the, didn't the, like, the, the Subaru Brat come out in the 80s? Where it was like the car, but it had the bucket seats in the back. Like it, it was like a truck and a car. Okay. You had that coming out in the eighties. If I'm if I'm right, you had the El Camino. Was the El Camino an eighties car? It can't. So the Brat was nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, but so very close. close. So great year. That's when I was born. It was great year. Oh, nice. That's why they named it the Brat, because because many were, brats were born in nineteen seventy eight. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, wasn't the minivan basically invented in the eighties? Oh man, that would be crazy. Like the Chrysler, like the traditional Chrysler minivan. Right. Cuz it was a big car in the 90s for sure. Yeah. It had to have been Like it hit its it hit its peak in the 90s. Um What are you what are you talking about? It has not hit its peak yet. You don't think it's hit its minivans peak? Minivans are a big deal. I was just talking to a friend of the show Michael Nielsen about how awesome minivans are just recently. So they're a big deal. There's, they haven't hit their they're peak, huge. Patrick. They haven't hit their peak? No way, man. I mean, it depends on how far we want to go back. I mean, vans have always been around and whether the size, yeah, you know. It looks like in 1984 yeah, man. was the year Chrysler and Dodge really came out. And, and the Plymouth Voyager mm-hmm. came out and really popularized the minivan. See? Yeah, again, another experimentation in the 80s. Jeeps were experimenting in the 80s with different body styles. Yep. You had the you had AMCs, you had American Motor Company experimenting with some different styles, like that that weird wooden panel truck thing that everybody liked for a while. That's right. I think I think that's where I think that's where we see the influence of websites in the nineteen nineties was the experimentation of the of the vehicles in the eighties. Yeah. So everyone's there's experimenting direct, in the eighties. Yeah. And these guys say there's this new medium. We're gonna yeah. start we're going to start messing around with this medium in the 90s. And they modeled it. They modeled it after the 80s car industry. Exactly. They're like, let's let's do this. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, with some wood, with station wagons with wood paneling in the early 80s, like the vacation car, mm-hmm. you know, from vacation. Yeah. Um, we've seen wood paneling on, on websites before, probably in the 90s, I would imagine, maybe early 2000s. Oh, I can see that with Apple's skeuomorphic design. Yeah. With with all their websites, and not their websites, they're like their, um, their operating system had. I'm sure it had wood somewhere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some kind of wood paneling yeah. used in some app. There's glass and metal. <clears throat> it has to be wood. There was leather mm-hmm. in their notes app, I believe. Well, there was. There was leather. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> so. I remember putting in the, I remember putting in the, the theme. You download that zip file theme, mm-hmm. and you'd put it in there and get rid of the leather. It'd replace all the images. <laughs> um, I think we, cra- I think we cracked it. I don't, I don't think, like Michael. I know you're listening to the pod right now. Like I think. I think how it influenced, I think we go on for days of, of different ways that the 80s automobile designs influence 90s websites. Absolutely. We can go on for days. I mean, this thing, <laughs> this podcast is going for hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, but I don't know what else to say about it. Like we could probably make comparisons. Chrome, like there was, there was some cars that were heavy chrome laden in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you could talk about all the skeuomorphic buttons, like the gloss buttons from the 90s, oh, like the late absolutely. 90s, early 2000s had absolutely. those glossy, shiny buttons, you know, with lighting, lighting effects and crap on them. There's all kinds of stuff, man. Plenty of things. I, th- I think you're definitely going in the right direction with that. Like the, the interior of the car is like those knobs and everything. Like I think, yeah, that, that influenced a lot of the skeuomorphic design that we see. Maybe that's where the radio button came from because radio buttons come from the car. They come from the car. Yeah, and you're not – like we're joking around about the influence of automobiles on web design, but that one is 100%. Is it really? Friggin' 100%. Here, Google it. I think I looked it up once. Uh, like where does the radio – but the radio button, it's, it goes into the – you can only push one station, right? Yeah. So you push the radio button. Back in the day – they, you only had one. You only had you had like the volume knob and the power, mm-hmm. and then you had like your little presets. And those, those were called radio buttons. The radio buttons. That's very true. They were all radio <laughs> buttons because they controlled the radio. <laughs> Where does the name <laughs> radio buttons come from? I like how this episode is just us googling stuff. Yeah, it is. Why are radio buttons called radio buttons? Radio buttons were named after the physical. Oh, this isn't this isn't Wikipedia. Take it from Wikipedia. Uh, wait, I gotta click into this. I like how this our last episode devolved into. In the early pre-digital days of car radios, most most manufacturers used the common convention of providing a few buttons under the dial that could mechanically store station presets, so the user didn't need to fiddle with the turning turning dial to find a station. In some models, pressing one of these buttons would cause it to stay down until another was pressed. Mm-hmm. But in many radios, none of the buttons actually stayed down. In either case, only one button could be pressed at a time. That's where your UI radio button comes from, my friend. That makes total sense. That makes total sense. So next time you're at a party <laughs> and you're looking for something to talk about... <laughs> Do you know why a radio button is called a radio button? <laughs> Even if it's you're not talking to designers, they would love to. Yeah, they would love it. They would love it. Discussion. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Right there, Wikipedia proves it. Right there, we got it on Wikipedia again. There's a picture. Radio buttons were named after the physical buttons used in older radios to select preset stations. When one of the buttons was pressed, other buttons would pop out, leaving the press button the only button in the pushed position. Interesting, fascinating. This, right how this this is where the, this is the direct correlation. Yeah, yep. I think it definitely all starts with radio buttons for sure. So, 
I think I think this is a case closed, Patrick. I think we've done a case really closed. good service for our listeners. I think this is a good topic by Michael, and we hope in the future they'll have even better topics. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this was fantastic. Couldn't agree more. Um, it feels like a good time that we should we should talk about what Design Much has going on now that people are fascinated by the topics that we've been talking about. Yeah. Uh, if you do have topics like this, like you have really amazing topics, you should uh, get us get on the social networks and the social medias and hit us up with, like, give us a topic and then do the hashtag design much topics and we'll, you'll get them to us. Yeah. Uh, or email us topics at designmuch.org. Um, we also have shirts. Maybe we should make shirts with a radio button on them, like, like a couple. We probably shouldn't do two radio buttons on a shirt. See, the worry, or maybe like three. The worry that I have there, Patrick, is will our shirt wearers <laughs> just be touched all the time? Like maybe. If, <laughs> maybe. Like that, that could be a big problem. That could be a problem. We'll have to think about the placement of the said graphic on the T. I think so. Uh, but yeah, go to designmuch.threadless.com. We've got some T-shirts up there. Um, and then uh, we got we got another Design Much workshop coming up this month, right? That's right. We're going to talk about Maze. Yep, coming user up on testing the with Maze. To learn how to user test with Maze, absolutely. Yep, and then go to go to go rate us on iTunes. You you brought it up that we're a four point eight. We are. We're a four point eight on iTunes. So thank you guys for making us a four point eight. But we're a five. Did you say? Did you say we're a five in the podcast app? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but in the Apple Podcast app, it says we're a five. We're a five. If you go to podcasts, <laughs> podcast.apple.com or whatever, yeah. it's a it's a four point eight. So I don't know what Apple's doing, but I don't know. Nobody either really way, knows, right? either way, those are great scores. Yeah. So keep it up. Give us give us a good rating. Let us know how it's going. Let us know if it sucks if you want to. Yep. So let us know. Let us know if you love topics like this: eighties cars influence uh-huh. on on prehistoric web design. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's it. That's it, Patrick. All right. Signing off. See you later, Andy. Bye, Andy. Have a good rest of the week, Andy. So creepy, man. Hello, Clarice. (laughs) There you go. Is that the better one? Yeah. Hello, Clarice. With that one, I know what I'm getting, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See you, man. Ding, 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 ding,